everybody listening to Come and Ride with me. This is our book club episode number 188. We're looking at our fifth look at Come Rider Fies, episodes 21 through 25. Next week is our yearly podcast with a different crew, but we're talking about Come and Geets episodes 40 and 41. And action. Hello, you're listening to Common Ride with me. This is episode 188. This is the book club where we look at stuff over the course of several months. And this uh, season show is Common Rider 5, the uh, 2003 Common Rider show. And I'm your host, Kip, and with me is David. Hey, what's up? Oh, how's it going, David? How's it going, all right? You know, just uh, just hanging out, watching some Common Rider, you know? Yeah, we're having that uh, an August-December bromance, because we're like... Your morning and my night uh, right mm. now because of time zones. But no Steph this week. Um, Too back next time, uh, which means we can really let it out. We can really just go hog wild in the episodes. Sure. Okay. More than usual. <laughs> yeah, more than usual. Just talk about all the stuff. Uh, I was going to say talk about ladies, but uh, Steph would be down for that. Probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's really nothing to that'll change. I don't think, but uh, just no. I don't. I don't think so. It wants to be like me bringing up some really gay shit, and that stuff being like, "Oh yeah, I love that <laughs> shit." Oh, <laughs> uh, but no. Um, that's kind of where the show is, though. Uh, it is just really feeling itself, like full of some gay shit. Is that what you think? Yeah. I was watching these episodes. I was like, okay. This is what I remember about Cover Rider 5 is just all the pieces like coalescing. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's some stuff that definitely happens where it all just kind of comes together, right? Mm. No pun intended. <laughs> Before we started though, um what I wanted to do was ask an important question, which we'll um ask Steph next time she's here. But uh if you got a briefcase, David, to become a common rider. And like, assuming it didn't kill you, uh, what five modern pieces of technology would be like your arsenal, like hidden? Just I, I, but it has to fit in a briefcase. Yes. Um. Okay. Keep in mind how huge the like Kaiser one is. Like it's next to the Pfizer, which is like a normal size one is gigantic. Yeah, that's the Kaiser one is pretty well. He has to fit a whole big ass cross in there, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, ooh, that's a good question. I feel like, uh. Just, just give me, just give me a good old pistol. I mean, they have a laser gun. Just give me a laser gun, right? Okay, so, um, like we've like first run into the James Bond problems. Like, oh, instead of having like a watch that's a gun, you have a gun that's a watch. Is that what you're saying? Like, it's just like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, it shoots lasers, just in case I need to escape a train or something. So your one thing that's like. Very obviously, a gun is a gun. Well, you said you said you said five things, right? Yeah. Yes, five. Give me just give me a gun. Okay. Preferably a laser, a laser gun, because I mean they hey they have laser guns that are also phones. 
Are you talking like, do, do you want me to pick something that is specifically hidden in another object? Yeah, like consumer, like electronics that are secretly okay. like weapons. Like, okay, okay. Camera that's a knuckle or like the flashlight that's a. Right, right, right. Like, okay. Um, man, that. If you want to just say five things that are obviously weapons, that's, that's good too. I like that. I mean, the cell phone that turns into a gun is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else could you James Bond into, right? I mean, I guess he has like, you need some kind of a melee weapon. So, I mean, he has like a weird like extendo sword from the bike handle. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Kaiser's really isn't hidden in anything. It's like he just has yeah. this big goofy ass cross and like someone picks this up and they're like, this is definitely a gun or some like religious, you know, affectation type like item. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a totem. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, exactly. Right. I hang this up on my wall and, you know, um, I feel like you do need some kind of like a melee weapon. I want some like weird, like baton extendo stick, right? Like a shake weight, but it's a uh, not quite. No, okay. I think like uh, just give me like uh, what is it called? Like uh, one of those like big ass like police fucking um, uh. Why is my brain not working? <laughs> like a riot shield? No, like a like a like a the big ass flashlight, and then when you turn it on, okay. it, it like actually the sword extends, but it's also a flashlight. Okay, essentially a lightsaber. So you have a flashlight that's like instead of like a kick, it's like a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So flashlight, a gun that's just a gun because you need like one thing that's obvious. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's hard because most consumer electronics isn't like cool and like big anymore. It's just like, oh, look, I have a no. Yeah. Like everything's <laughs> yeah. small now. Right. So it's like, oh, I got my cell phone that is, uh, well, it doesn't fold anymore. So I uh, can't have it do that um, unless you got that weird Samsung one. But yeah, it's like, yeah, consumer electronics are small now. So it's hard to like, you know, hide more bulkier things inside of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like maybe you could ooh, maybe like. For me, like I would have like a pair of like wireless over the head like headphones, but like it like beats headphones, but they like are actually like nunchucks or something with two heads. Okay. Give me like driving gloves that let me climb up walls like Spider Man. That'd be cool. Okay. Or like or like a laptop that like folds out into a shield. Laptops are still big, right? Yeah, laptops are big. Yeah, it's hard because like it's like, oh, here's my tablet that uh, is a shield or a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, hmm. Yeah. What's a like modern piece of technology that could be like a GoPro that turns into like your fist or something? But even the GoPro is like tiny. Yeah, it's very small. Okay. Um, like a um portable like podcast microphone that actually like becomes like a mace or something. I'm not sure. Like a fucking tripod that becomes a spear. Yeah. Gee, yeah, you could have like a, a small tripod that like extends. Hey, then like how like spears like extend out when they're in like whales and stuff. And it's like, oh, like, like the tripod like goes out like it's like catching. So can't come out. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. Uh, so belts, phone. I mean, belts are kind of like, you know, a requirement, right? Yeah. So like. In your case, belt, phone, gun, flashlight with a sword. Uh, belt, phone, gun, flashlight with a sword. Um, 
What else would be useful is my question. I mean, I guess if like you need something to like make your rider kick, like a tool there, unless you like don't want to kick or a punch, but I mean, like at that point, it's just like, okay, well, you need boots, mm-hmm. right? But like <laughs> you'd be wearing boots anyway. I guess like um, maybe I would have like a like, hmm, what's in a case like a fidget spitter that I pull out and I like put it on my like, ankle. <laughs> I don't know. Fidget spitter. I think that's a very yeah. That's like um yeah. I don't know. Piece of like modern technology. Like I'm looking around me. Yeah. Well, what tech do we have? Like oh, like here's my audio interface that I beat you over the head with. Sure. Yeah. Uh no. Um really no good options I guess. But um not not as much as there was back then where you could hide stuff. Ooh no. So I would have. A USB G cable and the G is for grapple. Oh, okay. And that would be my thing. And it's like a grappling hook. Yeah. That's useful. You know how like spies have like watches that they use to like to like kill people like and like just like cut their throats open? That <laughs> that's me sure, with yeah, my yeah. USB G cable. Like with a garrot? Yeah, like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's hard. Um though so in the Fies world, what's your uh, two tone color scheme gonna be, David? Oh shit. Okay. Uh I am a fan of um ooh, this is hard cuz like I'm a fan of uh like white and gold but like maybe with accents of like purple. I'm sure that's already been a common writer somewhere. I feel like that has been. Oh yeah, but what has no. <laughs> I suppose so. There's only so many colors, right? Mhm. Maybe I just wait. Hang on. I just described Kaija. Like he is white, purple, and gold, and black. Lots and of black. Color. Yeah. No. Uh. No. Um. I would have the belt, the phone, a like um DSLR that became a gun. Oh, that's a good one. My USB grapple. Um. And I guess like I just be lame and get like the flashlight for my um for my kick. I'm a big fan of green. And like a dark kind of like foresty sage green and gold or white. Mm. So maybe like white with green accents, like green lines, maybe that'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I guess my name would be something like cool, like Kamen Rider Ligma. <laughs> that would be Kamen <laughs> Rider Ligma. How has that not been like an Ultraman by now too, though? Uh, I mean, they're getting there. They'll They'll figure it out. Ultraman Ligma. I will say, as far as color schemes go, I'm like a super big fan of fucking Zero One. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is about that suit, but I just love the color scheme on it. And I know that some people absolutely fucking hate it. It's like the perfect Kamen Rider suit, honestly. Like, it's just like. It's so. It's just sleek and it's cool looking and it's bright where it needs to be. And like, that show is like very mixed on its suits, but that suit is just great. Have you seen um, his final form or no? Yeah, I have with the, like the one fucking eyeball that's red and stuff. Uh, no, um, I will show you this actually. Is it the one where he gets the the? It's like the uh, not scarf scarf. Yes. Yeah, with the red red scarf looking thing in the front. Yeah. Yeah, that also looks pretty fucking cool. I'm surprised that like at this point, like maybe the next place for designs would be like something like the chest and the legs are one color but like one arm is like blue and it's like oh like you're all white but like your arm's blue and it's like oh here's my red arm kind of thing right to stand out but yeah um 
I mean, it's it's going to be hard to top Geats. Geats is a pretty good design. Yeah, Geats is a perfect design too. Um, the new one should be announced in like a month or so, and that's oh okay. We know the name, which is weird, but it's Comrader Gotchard. Gotchard. Yeah, like G O T C H A R D, like Gotcha or Gotcha or Card. Uh, go go Gotcha go Chard. Yeah. People assume it's like a gotcha card. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like it probably is. Yeah. At this point, they are very gimmick heavy, these shows. So, like, I'm kind of just like, huh, maybe I'll like it. Maybe it'll be fun. Or maybe it'll be like, they don't make them like they used to. No, they don't. Back in my days, Common Rider was a teen melodrama about children working at a pizza place. Honestly, uh, and that is perfect segue though to uh talk about our chunk of episodes though those 21 to 25 common writer fies and the pizza is here it is served oh it it definitely gets served i but if we're gonna talk about episode 21 fucking both those boys getting served straight into the drink right from the get-go immediately and it's hilarious like i know it's a joke about like common writers going in the river but I love how the show's done it like nine times already. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this is like what the third time each that they've ended up in a fucking river. Yeah. Uh, and like it happened in Changeron, right? At least once uh, that someone went to a river. I, I'm like 100 percent sure that someone went to a river because this show is such a child of Changeron. It's ridiculous. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Uh. Because, like, uh, t- to let people know from last time, um, Kiba and Takumi were both attacked by members of Lucky Clover, and Takumi lost his belt, and one of the members transformed into Fies and was, like, choking him as we left off last time. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, fucking stomping on his ass. <laughs> yeah. And one of my favorite things is um, more Comrader shows should let the belt, like, go between people, because I love when somebody like an actor gets beat up by their writer form. It's always great. Why not? Though I, I will bring this up as like a, an issue I have with this set of episodes mm-hmm. is that maybe the belt gets passed around in a way that doesn't make logical sense. <laughs> there is something in this episode that is not the most logical. Yes. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So Kiba tackles Fies to save Takubi, and then, like, Takuba, who is currently Fies, shoots, like, an oil tank, and they get exploded in the river. Mm-hmm. And then, just for good measure, he mag-dumps into the river, just to make sure they're dead. Yeah. And it's a laser. Like, if a bullet's one thing, but a laser, that's not gonna go through water. That's, like, heat and light and stuff. Man, like, don't you know about refraction? Come on. Go to science class, dude. I'll go at episode 25. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go there. Um, and they like, um, lethal weapon just out of this river and they both like apologize and they're like, oh, sorry, get into this. And then it's like, oh, like, why do you think this is about you? And then like, they just like have the guitar of misunderstanding plays. They're like, oh, no reason. It probably wasn't about you, though. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit like, come on, guys. Like, I I think you should have figured this out by now. Like, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned how, like, people really like these characters as a couple. And I was like, I really haven't seen any reason to yet. And they're playing it thick and heavy with these two mm-hmm. in these episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, 
and then like we see like the like cleaners and they're talking stuff and then all of them, like they like ask Takumi how work is because they're so sick and then yeah. they're like also I can't reach my class bases okay um and Takumi just like calls Kuzuka to say like the belt's been stolen and he's just in this like dripping room lounging because Toku <laughs> you gotta do it yeah it's a little bit weird um like where is he he's just in like a fucking wet ass factory like i don't know where he is in relation to other people like he went away in the previous episode with the other two people from the ryusei academy or whatever like a bunch of episodes ago yeah yeah and then because he hasn't been around for a bit and then he's just like somewhere just being like i'm moody the only thing that makes sense to me is that he's recording customs for David Lynch. Sure, yeah. Uh, but no, uh, and then like it just is moody. Um, and we cut to the president like in front of a like projector, like being cast in blue as this guy's like signing his company away, and then like it's like, Oh, you don't care about the people, and then like And he just goes, You're right, I don't. I don't, yes. And we finally cut back to the dudes in the classroom, which is wild because I'm like, Oh yeah, like they're still down there. They show like some cans around them, so I guess they like scrounge some food. Uh, like, why is there just canned food in like an old school in an underground basement that's still okay to eat? I don't know. Okay to eat when you've been underground for like six months, and okay to eat when you haven't. I don't think different. it's been six months. Like, this feels like it's been uh, God, like a cup, like a. This feels like a fucking week. Like, I don't know. It's so weird because. The the actual time between all these events that have happened has probably been like fucking 10 days, but they feel like they've been down there for months. I mean, it's probably been a while because like it started, it was winter and now it's like spring, summer. That's true. I suppose so, huh? Yeah, because like at the start, like the massive gloves they were wearing, all the jackets. <laughs> but no, um, they hear some sound then call out before they see it orthodox. And they're like, ah, Orphanoc, what's that? And they scream in like the the goofiest fucking way. They're just like, ah, <laughs> like, it's like really fucking, it's like really overacted and goofy. But I can get behind it because it's goofy. Oh, yeah. And like, I was just like this whole time I was like, I really don't remember what happens with these dudes. And yeah, some stuff happens with them later. But um, so. <laughs> From here, the episode like it does focus on Takumi and Lakiba, and like he's like, oh, like what, do, like what do I do without the belt? And then he's like, at work, and like this dude is like, oh, I can see why you lost your like workers because he's like, smile, be presentable, and like, oh, you, oh, like you dropped a pizza, <laughs> right? And he's like, he like looks at it and he he opens it up. He's like, ah, it's still eatable. It's like, what do you mean? You just dropped the pizza. And I love how when he picks it up, he like completely turns the pizza's fucking vertical. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) What do you mean? Like that pizza is going to slide down to the fucking bottom of the thing and just be absolutely garbage. You can't do anything with. When I saw him holding them like vertical or whatever, I was like, oh my gosh, how could we? Uh, and like um, he's told that the like people get the pizza for free if it's not there in thirty minutes, and then he remakes the pizza. <laughs> I was like, well, that's that's your problem right there, officer. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, what? Like, what the fuck are you doing? But this dude lives for the pizza. He's just yeah. 
got to do it to him. And like, he's like, I'll just make more. He does look very Italian. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. He has a very Italian haircut for a Japanese man. I'll say that. Um, and then it turns out by twist of fate that also Kiba works there on the opposite shift of Takumi. So they never meet. Mm hmm. Because they both have sick friends who went on a, a like double date there and got jobs right. and then got sick. So I thought that this was going to be more of a plot line. I thought that it was going to be like because um, uh, Mari and Keitaro got hmm. sick from uh, y- Yuki. Yuki? No, y- Yumi? What's her name? Yuka. Yuka. Yuka that they got sick from Yuka, they're going to have like this fucking orphanox disease and they're going to fucking die and they're going to turn into orphanox. Like, but they didn't know that that was happening. I like, I thought that was going to be an, uh, like an awesome plot point, but it just doesn't happen. They're just, they're just sick. Yeah. It's like at a point later, there's a character like that, like tell somebody, Hey, because you're like an orthodox, like now you're going to outlive all these people and like be super like healthy all your life. It was like, well, you did also just catch the common cold <laughs> earlier. Yeah. So clearly that's not the case. You fucking liar. To be said, the character that says this, the character that says this is a little bit unreliable. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, and then he's just like talking shit to Kiba about Takumi. And like, you got no employees, my dude. You kind of got to like focus on that. Yeah, he's just like, ah, this idiot keeps dropping the pizzas. And like after he praises Kiba, like he's like, oh, and make sure you don't catch your friend's cold. Mm hmm. Like it's, we it's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, sorry to cut you off. No, exactly. Go it's it's so weird. Like seeing Kiba just kind of like, he's just like, he's just living living the good life. He's having a good time. He's just working at the pizza place. He's happy. And he's like, yeah, like shit's good. Right. He knows there's a hit out on him. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just, it's very, it's there's, there's a very like weird flip side to it. Right. Where he's like perfectly okay with what's going on. And then at the same time, it's like, like he's, he's out to get fucking murdered by the, a hit, the hit squad <laughs> by, Sent by the president of the company that's paying for his house, I assume. And car and phone. So like, here, yeah, like, okay. The company is paying for him to live in a company house and then they're sending people out to murder. Like, why don't they just go to his house? I wonder if maybe they like just gave him the house as like a show of good faith. And then they're like, oh, shit, he owns that now. He got the lease. And also, like, what the hell is Smart Lady doing? Like, she's, like, there, and then she's not, and, like, I don't know who she works for. Like, there's, like, so many questions I have about, like, who's uh, allied with who and what's going on. And, yeah, it's just there's a lot of moving parts. You would think Kiba would question why he has that place still. Because yes! he doesn't get it for 100%. Her. So it's like, okay. Like, unless maybe, like, we find out later that, like, oh, smart lady's on some other projects and she, like, saw something in right. Kiba. But, yeah, we don't really know, but I really don't know. She, she's keeping it off the books. Yeah. Because we only see her, like, show up and try and, like, seduce with cuteness people or, like, mm. look at security cameras in, like, a leather sofa. Has smart lady ever been in the same scene as the president? I swear she has. Yeah, she's been driving him around a lot in her sports right, car. Yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. in the show. 
really not a necessary expense to keep that car around. But hey. uh, I mean, you know, I probably own that from fucking change around. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So as we see Kiba like running around, just like and all he's being told is, oh, this last name in this district. And he just goes on his scooter. Right. Um, the boss gets a package and just the world's finest champagne. And then we're like, oh, what? And then, like, outside, like, Psycho's, like, with, like, her new dude who gets no name, and they're like, two traders at the same restaurant. Who should we take out first? And then Takumi shows up and is like, sorry, I was a bad employee. I'm going to help out. Mm-hmm. Then um, the boss, like, goes to do more deliveries. His key is already out for deliveries. And then, like, gets stopped and then runs away on foot instead of on his scooter when he's about to be executed. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, they have a car, so driving away, maybe not the smartest thing to do, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then Kiba pulls up and tries to save him, and then Takumi is like, man, I really hate man in this restaurant. I better deliver more pizzas. Also drives off and pulls up and sees this. And they're both using sticks to, like, fight Orphanoc. That's very funny. Yeah, it's 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 goofy as hell, because, like, they, well, it's clear that, like, so Kiba doesn't want to transform because then Takumi and no, he's a he's an orphanoc. Takumi doesn't want to transform because then he's like, oh well, now he, Kiba will know I'm common rider. Though he has no belt at this point, right? That's why he's fighting people sticks. Yeah, and then they like run away and they are talking about like how it's weird that they work together. I think Kiba says like, oh yeah, like I heard there was some guy who was really bad at his job in the morning, right? Hide to clean up after your mistakes. And the time he's like, Well, excuse me, princess. And then the boss gets like told, How could you make the pizzas you love if you're dead? Like, work for me. It's like smart break. And he's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, sure. It's like, ah, well, it's better than getting killed. And there's this weird little scene of like so Kusuka's like pondering in his dark place and like hosing himself down when like Takuma shows up. Yeah. And they both fight. We don't see the fight. Just nope. later on, he has the belt, so I guess he won. I guess, like, but at the same time, like, <clears throat> uh, Kasuka has been, like, made it clear that he'll just fucking kill Orphanox, like, he doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the fact that he has the belt back, and then that guy shows up later on, is like, huh? Like, why didn't he just murder him? Like, clearly he won, so... What's going on there? Maybe he doesn't know the guys at Orphanoc, or maybe this is like the perfect maybe. place for like some um like one shot like manga where it's like, oh, and here's a time that Kixa used like the Axel thing, but it didn't work. It had bad side effects, you know? Right, sure. And he, he just managed to escape. Yeah. But probably just is like, uh, we don't have time for this. <laughs> he says about sure. and this guy's still alive. Like, it's not important how he got it. He just has it. Yeah, he has it. That's fair. And, and like, Takumi and Kiba are keep trying to beat up this new guy with sticks, but they get beat up. Yep. And then, like, when Takumi saves Kiba, he's like, oh, now we're even. And then, like, they, like, get carried to the bike. And then, like, the master shows up. But he's got, like, his form is, like, a has, like, a chef's hat as part of it. Yeah, he's, like, a weird, like, like, priest looking chef man i'm gonna just like check really quick to see can i find out uh what what he's actually called yeah because like i'm gonna assume he's like squid or something because that seems italian 
Bippity. Okay. Um Okay. Uh the Scorpion is the dude who is um the other guy, the new guy. Yeah, the new guy is a scorpion. Is that what he is? Yeah. I assumed he was like a tiger, honestly. I mean, I can kind of see scorpion. I don't see the pizza guy. Really? They, do they not have him listed as a thing? Uh, oh, um, he's a dolphin? What? Oh, uh, I, mm, I mean, he is pretty sleek. I c- kind of see dolphin, maybe, if I squint. I'm going to send a picture of the character from the wiki your way and see if this makes sense. I think it does make sense. Like a bot, like his head's the bottlenose or something. Um, um, mm, I don't know. I mean, okay. The weapon I can see. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Mm, yes. Sure. Uh, there's a character who shows up later. That's like a skater with like a glaive. And can you guess what he is? Uh, he's just the, he's just the Grim Reaper. He is the worm Orphanok. The uh, worm? Why does he have like barbed wire and shit? I guess that's the worms. Okay, but he's got like a fucking weird like skull face with like bone dreadlocks. Like what the fuck does that have to do with the worms? Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, it's the worms. Okay, sure. Um, the dude who we see later too who like is like a salary man he's the sea cucumber the spiky guy wait um, what sea cucumbers are not spiky he does look like a sea urchin more i guess but he's like yeah. sea, he's the sea cucumber guy and then the last dude we see is a rabbit which you can tell because he had like ears i guess yeah, yeah, yeah that and he has like that that tail yeah yeah that one was that one was identifiable like um, smart brain so far has been alligator centipede and lobster so you know they don't really care there. Mm, okay yeah I guess not <laughs> it's it's actually pretty funny when you think about it like that um, let's see um, they all are strange honestly yeah okay, I think we had like the first one was like stingfish or whatever yeah it was something weird anyway um, yeah so he's like ah, I don't want to die I'm gonna have to murder you too because I don't want to die. I want to keep making pizza. And then fucking Takumi just decides, fuck your pizza. And he takes a pizza from the back of his like delivery truck and just throws it at him. And the guy freaks out. He's like, don't hurt my pizzas. He's like, <laughs> he says something like, like, don't disrespect the pizza. Uh, and it's just so funny because like he like stops. He's like, yes, you're right. I do love pizza and being a human. I mean, me too, dude. Or actually, like, he doesn't actually stop. He, like, just stops for a minute, but is still there in the final fight. Um, right. And then kind of stops. But, um, and then, um, like, there's this moment where, like, Takumi gets, like, knocked away. And, like, in slow motion, Kiba, like, grabs him, like, bridal style. And it's like, oh, like, now you owe me one. Yep. But then they, like, Kiba's trying to get Takumi to leave. So he can transform into his orphanuk mode. And instead, um, Takumi runs out to be bait and they both get like attacked. And then they're just like buy some army trucks that have no wheels. Yeah, like this must be at like some kind of a museum or something. There's certain locations that like I recognize like 
there's a fight later where it's like, oh, it's the common rider stairs. They're right, yeah, okay, they're right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but here I did not recognize. Um, and like he fights, but he gets knocked out as Takumi is like cornered and trips over the world's heaviest brick. <laughs> yeah, and then like that's when Kuska shows up with the belt and like throws it while calling Takumi pathetic but saying like he needs him still. He, sa- he says something along the lines, he's like, it's more convenient for me if you have the belt. Yeah. Meaning, what? We don't exactly know. Yeah. And then the anti-Italian sentiment is too much for Takumi as he transforms and fights. And he, like, gets the music. But he's also fighting three-on-one while, like, by himself. Because, like, he's getting no more help. He's just, like, kind of get his ass kicked for a bit. And then he, like, gets a watch thrown at his head. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, most most power-ups at this point have been, like, and now you're red and strong, or you're blue and fast. Right, or here's a sword. Or, like, it's, like, a really big deal that you get, like, a power-up. And here's, like... I do love, I do love that, like, it's not even, like, thrown at him nicely. It literally hits him in the head and, like, falls on the fucking ground. Yeah, this show is has a full it has like full points in like style. The show <laughs> that's true. Um, and then like what he says is like, oh, use that. And then Taco is like, OK, <laughs> and he like does it. He swaps like the memories around um, and he becomes his axle form. And what do you think of this form? Um, It's. Okay, I think the the like idea is cool. I don't know if the the look of it is cool per se. Oh, really? Yeah. It, mm, the weird like exposed chest with the big gem in the middle kind of takes away, I think, for me personally, of like the sleekness of the Fi suit because he's got like those big looking wing things. Yeah, like his chest piece comes up as like wings and then like it shows his like center gem whatever and like yep. his like red lines turn silver and his eyes turn like from yellow to red and yep. it's a popular suit and like it's power too like it's like just like oh for 10 seconds like he has super speed I mean they it's so popular they cribbed it entirely for Kabuto later down the road yes and like that was like his whole power in that show was speed no, totally. I'm pretty sure like there's something said about like how like the producers loved this form so much that they like wanted to make a whole show around it. Mm-hmm. But also, um, so like three years after this show is that show. Three yeah. years after that show is come writer decade where there's a like writer like going through and like using all the powers of past writers and fans were so mad because whenever he had to go super speed, he used just this form of fives and not Kabuto. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah. And also like we mentioned how like oh like being a grumpy old fan and be like this is not how i like it part of me is like i like what a transformation wasn't just like a vertical upgrade because like you need to right be super saiyan too you know yeah yeah. i just need to be more powerful than i was now yeah it's there's there's there needs to be some like i'm not necessarily stronger i'm using like a tactical advantage to win Mm mm-hmm yeah, I don't I don't know. Like 
I'm okay with some writer forms being like, this is just clearly better. But if that's the case, you should be using that fucking form all the time, unless there's some kind of like a, what's it called? Some kind of like a limit on it for some reason. One thing I really liked about Geats was uh, that was a show that like, it basically like didn't have a clear upgrade for the main character until like way into the show. Like, and like, it was just like, okay, now here's a clear upgrade, but also like it didn't, have two before it you know mm, yeah, yeah, yeah right but yeah um he uses his knuckle and like punches everyone and like kills the scorpion dude um and then like that's when psycho has to leave but then um the like boss is still there and that's what talking to me is like live your life as a human make more pizzas because they need a job on friday to make money for rent and then Kiba wakes up and he's like, oh, I have to save Takumi. And then, and then he sees Fies. He's like, fucking Fies. Fucking Fies. I hate you. <laughs> he, he goes full fucking Anakin. Just full like the chicken from like Family Guy. Just right. on site. On site. Yeah, it is. It's literally on site. He sees Fies and he's like, I'm going to kill that fucker. <laughs> and like, it kind of makes sense because like he basically is like, oh, that's Jack the Ripper. I'm going to fuck him up. Like, he doesn't know Fies is, like, a different person. Right, yeah. Well, Fies has been, like, three different fucking people through the series. Yeah, because no. Fies, Kaido was Fies for a hot second. The The other guy at the start of this episode was Fies. Takumi's been Fies. I swear to God, someone else has also been Fies, and I just don't remember. In, like, the fourth episode, some dude had it for a second before they showed the bike was a robot. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like... There's been a couple uh, so far, and it's a whole thing, but um, just <laughs> so he only knows that it's not Kaido anymore, I guess. Right. Yeah. And just I love how he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he's like strangling him as the episode ends. Yeah. Opens to a great fight in, in 22. Masato's confession. Yes. You want to take it? Sure. Yeah. So uh the <laughs> the episode opens up with just Fies just like casually walking away thinking he's won the day just immediately getting jumped by Kiba he just starts choking his ass against a a military vehicle and punching him in the stomach um they have a little fight it starts to rain uh pretty heavily it gets very muddy very quick it gets yeah it gets very muddy very quick and like good on them for letting that fucking Fies suit get dirty as shit um, destroy that thing yeah man they they mess it up um so it gets to the point where like you know Fies has just fought three people and one and he's kind of he's a little bit banged up and Kiba's going in there for the 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 kill shot and lo and behold the bike shows up and saves <laughs> saves uh Takumi's Takumi's ass and he just like peels out on his bike and he's like I'm getting out of here <laughs> And Kiba is not happy about that. Like he's he like ends up landing on top of one of the the military vehicles, and he's <laughs> just like, "Fire, fire!" <laughs> yeah, like he just he gets really fucking fucking pissed. Like he's I like why is he so fucking angry at Fies? I mean, the first time he saw Fies was when he was attacking Kaido before he got he fought Kaido as Fies. So he's got some stuff going on. I guess, but like, I feel like it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, Fi, you know, like, uh, Fies has been like there kind of, you know, in the ancillary, but like, the the amount he's angry is weird. 
Yeah, no. Uh, it is definitely. He's like, Fives, I can't believe you killed innocent people like my girlfriend's brother. <laughs> I can't believe you killed innocent gr- people like my ex-girlfriend. I can't believe you killed my cousin, Fives. Right. Like, <laughs> I think that I think there needs to be some introspection on Kiba's part where he's just like, oh, Fives, <laughs> you, you're killing people that I like. That's not nice. Only I can do that. That's definitely something in this watching of the show. I've been like, man, keep it really to just kill some people. Be like, oh man, killing is bad. Everyone, I found out. <laughs> right? Yeah. His 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 like proselytizing of like killing is bad, and I just want to live and be a human is really undercut by the fact that he just also has murdered people. And, and like, you can give him the first one where he was like, didn't know he was going to transform and like do that. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the second one, he was like, oh, like that was like. If not premeditated, at least he like was in control of his actions and not like spur of the moment the same way. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but oh man, Kiba. Um, but then like uh, the next scene, Cater and Mario are like, summer rain so good, washing the car. Takabi, why don't you get up? And he's like, my ribs are broken. He's like, I'm, I'm sick. I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, probably his ribs are broken. He took a sword to the chest. And they're just like, yay, cleaning. He's like, oh, fuck, I need to go to a hospital. Oh, me, please. I have internal bleeding. I mean, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. But uh, he vows to take out Kiba next time. Gadget. He's like, I'm going to get him. Um, then uh, Kasuka shows Not Kasuka. Who shows up? Um, Kiba shows up. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you want to go on a date? Yeah. And this date is just like so visual novel. Oh, yeah. It's. The tension is palpable. The way people like show up to go on dates and also to get in fights is like half like a like half like a fighting game and half like a visual novel of the show sometimes. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's weird. And it's funny because he's like, you get attacked by Orphanox a lot. And then he was like, you think so? And, it, and then my my immediate next question would be like, why do you know what that is? Like, imagine if like we like. Like we had like narrowly escaped monsters like two times in like a three day weekend. And I said, man, those super juggaloids are really rough, huh? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is a super juggaloid? Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. Right. He's just like, he just goes, yeah, kind of weird. Right. And it's like, oh, like I just said, like the most random ass word in the world. And you just kind of went, mm hmm. What do you mean? Uh huh. <laughs> And like it's not even like a like normal word. Like if like you're in like the Marvel universe, you're like, oh, those mutants. You right. know, it's like this is a we- special word. Or like, oh, you seem to get attacked by monsters a lot. Like, that, yeah, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, yes, I do. But going, you get attacked by orphanox a lot. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just very funny, like how they both know that the other doesn't make sense, but they don't want to like reveal their thing, so they keep saying. Oh, yeah, just a gut feeling or oh, yeah. Yeah, they just keep it very vague. And I think that's when like Mari is like, hey, Takumi, Kusuka's back. No, it's 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 Kedro shows up and he's running yes. down the thing and he bumps into <laughs> the dude and just eats shit. And I wonder if that's by accident or not. Part of me is like, maybe they made him do that take a bunch of times. But the way the like background dude reacts, maybe he like slid. He almost like slides under like the like pier into the water. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's it's like yeah. I don't I don't know if it's on purpose because it, it. I have to look at it again here. 
he really does look like he's eating shit though. It's he he definitely you know what I think he actually does eat shit because I'm looking at it now when he gets up he's like holding his elbow <laughs> but then when it cuts to him again uh he's he's not he's like perfectly fine and also the reaction of the the guy who plays Kiba is like he turns around like oh like what's going on like that's weird <laughs> I do love how they like kept that and he was like, oh, that's a perfect catero thing to do. <laughs> right. It's 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 actually now watching it back now, it is very clear that that was not intentional. Oh, really? Okay. Oh yeah, like 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 really, really not intentional. He definitely he definitely slips and eats shit because when he gets up, he's like, oh, like holding his elbow and and <laughs> Takumi's like reaction and Kiba's reaction. They like turn around. They're like, oh, like, are you OK? They're like, yeah. Oh, man. That's just really funny that he just the actor just kind of like ran too fast and ate shit on the fucking pier. You're making me think of that. um old like youtube clip of that like lady who's like trying to make wine or something and she falls and there's like and she uh, slips uh, and falls. Uh, uh, yeah yeah i yeah. know exactly which one you're talking about man oh yeah more things should do that but no so kusika is like really cryptic i'm sorry i can't tell you what we did uh we were just like like hunting for the belts can't tell you more and like he confirms that people have the third belt i think in that he, moment that someone has it yeah um i found the bit actually where he slips and i'm watching it and it's <laughs> oh no he really does eat shit yes yes he definitely eats shit <laughs> we can talk about his face where he's just like what the fuck dude very good um yeah um so kusa's kind of activating in this chunk of episodes he's like time to let it all hang out <laughs> you, you make him sound like a sleeper agent <laughs> a little bit kind of but like he says some line like oh talk of me like or, or like no um like mari oh like like don't worry about fighting please stay as you are a normal girl like <laughs> motherfucker okay what the fuck <laughs> yeah he's really just like a creepy ass motherfucker this this set of episodes yeah um the next scene like he comes up to the front desk and is like i wonder who's to thank for you being alive right now talk to me well at least i know (laughs) formally thank me yeah and then and put one of my balls in your mouth (laughs) and then talk like he's like i'd rather die before i bow my head to you and i'm sure i'll pay you back soon enough yeah and then like uh he's driving or no, um, the next scene cuts somewhere else, I think, because it's like... The Lucky Clover. Yeah, the bar. And it's like, oh, roses are pretty. This is from Kitsaka. He stopped by. And they're like, it's ironic, because they got to turn to ash, because he's destroys stuff, right? Yeah. And is it now Yuka time? Because Yuka's upset, too. <laughs> yeah. So, so hang on. Before we, before we skip along from the uh, the Lucky Clover... Basically, they're like, oh, we need to find someone else to replace Mr. J because he got iced. And um, the, you know, the president's like, oh, yeah, you know, we need to be four people again. And then we cut to Yuka being sad in front of a fucking window. Yes. 
And like, I love how it's just like, oh, like you're like a four leaf clover. It just makes sense. Needs to right. be four of you. Also, did you all happen to know that the kanji for four looks like death? I'm wondering. Hmm. Strange. Uh, but yeah, and like the way you could just like in this next scene, though, is talking to like Hiba like, oh, I'm fine. He's like, oh, I'm glad you're fine then. He's like, that's good to know. Yeah. She's very clearly not okay. I mean, to be fair to Kiba, she's very clearly been not okay the whole time he's known her. Yeah, so he's like, oh, this is normal. (laughs) This is normal for her, I think. And then, like, she convinces him to, like, help her talk Mari into dating Kaido. Kaido, yes. (laughs) It's just, man, uh, the worst. Yep. The the worst time to be alive. Not as bad as Casca in the oh. immediately next scene where him and Mari are just in the car and he's just being creepy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> he gives me fucking serial killer vibes. No, um, for true. Um, cause he like stops the car after being, oh, are you mad at me? And then like, it's like, oh, I'm only lying to you or like not telling you stuff to protect you. Like you protected me in school and I'm doing the same for you. And then, like, he, like, she sees his look and, like, turns away, but then he, like, grips her headrest and lurches forward, being like, please don't turn away. Look at me. I've never stopped looking at you. And she is so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, she definitely does not want to be there. No, because, like, it's just, <laughs> man, poor Mari. Um, Like, it almost, like, kind of works that they got a 15 year old for this because this is just like oh this is just life when you're 15 i think um but it's just creepy he takes a minute to like remember that he's supposed to be not himself and is like oh i'm sorry i mean to make you feel comfortable i just want to know how i felt you know when i pretended to be your boyfriend but can that ever be true it's like if, you're, if you ever have to ask the answer is no mm-hmm. and there's like another point later um like where like a similar thing comes up but um then he says you don't have to answer right away. Right now, I'm just happy that you're looking at me. And then she tries not to look at him and looks out the window as he's just driving. Uh, and then we get like another non sequitur. It's like a skater kills a salary man that he knocks into. Yep. And then smart lady shows up and she's like, I'm recruiting you for my evil corporation to do something. And the way they're immediately just like, hey, like you're like a new orphan dog. Want to be in Lucky Clover seems a little weird. Yeah. But then it's like, Smart Lady says something like, I bet your mother would be so proud. That's what Psycho is like, I'm going to be sultry and like an older sister and mm-hmm. talk to this guy. That's what men like. Um, and then we see another dude they're recruiting who is the most changer on ass character we see. He's just this like salary man. He is the, he's the most salary man, salary man I've ever seen. He's eating this super meaty homemade meal as there's dozens of bodies behind him. Who looks like they've died of like fucking fart gas. And like smartly like takes his like sausage and is like good but too much salt. You need to take care of your health if you're going to be in Lucky Clover. And then gets pushed away again by Takuma who's like hey. So I wrote the guy flashes his bumpy at him and that is true. He does flash <laughs> his bumpy at him. He does do that. That is true. So like yeah like here's my question right like what like what is smart lady's purpose right because it's very clear that like the other two are just there doing her job are we gonna see a smart lady heel turn she's gonna go against the company she's just the like normal scout she like goes to see people when they shift 
transformed right. first time. I don't know. It's weird. Like maybe she's like a big like she's in her panopticon and then she goes and finds people. <laughs> right. Like I don't even know if she's a person. She like comes off as like being a robot lady. Yeah. No. Um. Oh. Um. I did not tell you this yet. Um. Smart lady is in three common rider shows. Yeah, I had seen that. I I don't remember which other one she's been in, but she's like does tech support for a a like online journalist like site um in the show previously to this where she's like a pretty main character honestly so it's weird that she's a a, like pretty major side character at two shows Uh um and then remember the weird lady with all the dolls who realtor was worried he lost his virginity to in deno wait is that the same lady (laughs) yes what the fuck (laughs) okay right Weird, I would have never recognized her. No, I would not. They look very different. Yeah, they do. Huh. I guess like being in orange or being in blue, having bangs, being four years older, I don't know. That might do it. And um, her character, I wouldn't recognize her based on her character in the previous show. I'll drop that uh, here too. Um, does not look like Smart Lady. Um, Her face does, but no, yeah. I would definitely not think that that's... The same person. I could connect like these two roles, like her and Deno and her and Ryuki, but not not right. really either one with Smart Lady. Yeah, that's huh. Is she like a is she like typically a suit actor? No. Hmm. She's not even in like the show after this. Uh her name is um Itomi Kurahara. She's was in stuff for a couple years and then stopped. Okay, yeah. Like around like two thousand seven six. That definitely seems to be the case with like I feel like a lot of common writer actors. Like if they don't if they don't continue to do common writer, and like don't become big, they just like stop acting. Like, period. No, yeah. Um, I was checking out uh the Wikipedia page for like um the actor who plays Yuka, and like she dressed up as um crap. Who's the female character with the pink suit from the first Gundam? Sayla Mass. Yeah, she was like Sayla as the official cosplayer okay. for like a cafe in like 2011, and then she hasn't done anything since. Huh. That's just acting, I guess. That also happens to a lot of people in like other shows, other countries, though. So. Right. No. Where are we next? Uh, we go to the date with. Mari and Yuka and Kiba. Yeah, the date. <laughs> the date. I mean, it's a date, kinda. Yeah. They're asking her to like Kiba. And, like, Mari is so uncomfortable this whole episode. Every scene is somebody trying to push some dude on her. Yeah, this, yeah, this episode feels, like, really fucking skeevy. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, yeah, they're like, oh, you should, you should date Kaido. You should date Kaido. And she's like, I don't really like Kaido. And they're like, oh, you should do it. He's the best. She's like, um, and Yuka's a child compared to them for some reason, um, that are like year older than her, but Kiba at least like should know, oh, we have to go tell this like one woman to date our friend. That's normal. I'm going to go do that. That's a normal thing to do. Yeah. That's just. This is fucking weird, man. Like, and like, Kiba asks Mari what she thinks of like Kaido, and 
he's kind of like an idiot. And then, then like Yuka starts fuming and like, it's okay. And then Mario's like, okay, I'm focused on my dream. And I'm not trying to fall in love. And then the key like, okay. And then Yuka's like, what about Kaido's feelings for you? And then Mario's like, I'm going to look across this flickering flame at the like glowing white shirt of Kiba as guitar plays. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like I said before, it's not a love triangle. It's like a fucking love Pentagon. Like it's just, it's all over the place, which fine. Sure. Like whatever. That's okay. And like, I'm just glad they commit to it. Like all, all of this show is about like having these character relationships just to like inspire a certain kind of action. Like, and I think it's like fun because it does kind of propel things forward and have a lot of comedy to it, but it's definitely also a mess, but it's a mess on purpose, I guess. It's like throwing paint at a wall versus Mm -hmm. dropping it. It's like after the date, she like goes to discuss it with Takumi. Yes. And she's like, he's like, Oh, so, you know, two guys have asked you out and you, don't know what to do do about it and she's like uh, yeah i guess so and i wish steph was here so i could tell her you were correct with the big brother vibes he definitely gives like gay older brother vibes right <laughs> and she's like i guess these guys have the same type um he's like whatever they're probably a bunch of creeps <laughs> it's like right on the money we see kuska in the, like in the stacks like listening As he's like he's like sneaking through the clothes and then immediately she's like, she's like, that's not true. They're not creeps. And he's like, what'd you come here to do? Brag? Like, what the fuck? And then like, she tells him like, oh, Kiba asked me to like go with one of them. Mm-hmm. And then like, I was a little disappointed. And then Takumi is like, why? Well, she says, because Kiba was asking me. And then like, there's this look that Takumi gives her that is like, so damn, you like him too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like the whole little like scene is like, very wholesome where she's like maybe i kind of like kiba and the talk is like well that guy's kind of good i guess right and this whole time like kusika is shaking and like film grain and dutch angles are being summoned in his rage it's like damn it that guy you like that guy he's like well now i just gotta go murder him uh and then uh the next scene i think uh just i before we jump just I love how angry Kusika is this whole time about all this. It's like, damn, dude, he's like clutching his fist. Yeah, it, he he does he does fucking he does fucking Arthur fist before Arthur fist was cool. <laughs> like that's literally the meme. He he like, oh, you broke my model airplane, D W. Uh, you dated my underage girlfriend, Kiba. <laughs> you dated my underage girlfriend is. <laughs> Is a great summary of what's going on. Yes. I mean, that becomes even more evident later, but yeah. So he decides, you know, Kasuga just decides, oh, I'm going to find Kiba and like, I guess murder him. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's so great because like he just, there's a moment next episode where he just gets a piece of information and he has like Cheshire cat grade. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to fucking happen now. I, I do I do love that like uh, Mari's like oh well actually you know like one of the guys is talking to me and like one of the guys who likes me uh is is uh Kuska and just the look of disgust on Takumi's face yes. and like the disbelief he's like what the fuck 
And also of danger. He's like, oh, no. He's like, oh, yeah, exactly. Right. He's like, oh, no. He's like, I know that this dude's an evil fucker. And like, I love like how that scene starts by like Mari asking Takumi if he likes Akiba. And he's like, but I'm a guy. He's like, he's like, I'm a guy. Why are you asking me? But yes, I do. I love him very much. Best boy. In between this, though, I think like we get like the scene of Kaido having a haircut and finding out that they're trying to like build him up to Mari. He's like, why are you doing that? Get out of here. Um, I kind of getting a haircut. Oh uh, no. Um, he shows up and he has like a new haircut. <laughs> yeah, like that, a, that was that was in between those two scenes. Yeah, uh, Kaido's the best. He's great. He, <laughs> I oh my god, I just forgot that he's like uh they 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 talk to him and he's like give up. He's like, what do you mean like give up on Mari? And and then I forget who says it. Oh, Kiba says. It's not that she doesn't like you. She just doesn't like you. She's not looking to fall in love right now. And he like runs down halfway down the stairs, says, I don't give a crap. <laughs> and then he like grabs the wall and smashes his head to the wall. And that was the other thing I was going to say earlier. There's another thing of, oh, if somebody ever tells you that somebody else isn't looking to fall in love right now, there's an 80% chance they're going to start dating that person over the next two weeks. Yep. Oh, man. I man, Kaido's the best. I love Kaido. He's like probably easily my favorite character. He's so goofy. <laughs> he really is just like so perfect. And like while Mari's talking to Takumi, that's when like Kiba and Chris go like meet up in like a Silent Hill middle school. Yeah. That's when two fights he's kind of play out like back to back, I think. Cause it's like, um, because first Kusuka's like Oh, the real issue is how we proceed from here. And then the cable's like, oh, do you want to tell me something? And then it's like, oh, like, um, he's something like, should I make a friend of you or rip you to shreds? And then they get attacked before, like, tensions can flare right. too much. And, like, so they're fighting, and um, Takumi's fighting Takuma and... The other guy. The newly recruited. And Kuska and Kiba are fighting... Sayaka and... Psycho and her skater. Skater boy. The worm orphanock, as you've told us. Yeah. The, the skater worm. And this is when uh Kaija pulls out the belt and he was like, Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. What if he just saw Red was like on site, just started choking him? He's like, I'll deal with you two other bozos later. He's <laughs> just murdering him. Uh but no, like he transforms and then like after like a minute, Kiba also transforms. And there's this moment of like, oh, we'll talk about it later. Um, well, that's why it's happening. Um, Takumi's fighting and like he probably confuses the hell out of Mari when he shows off his new form. And this use of it is actually cooler than the first one because he's like in the air flying around and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and like his like mid air kick and then like kills that one guy. Is a very iconic scene, I think. It like gets redone a lot whenever there's like like crossover stuff too. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So he finishes his fight, but the fight's ongoing for Kiba and Kusuko when the episode ends. Right. And like how the fight goes in twenty three, um false friendship. <laughs> true. That's mm-hmm. true. Yes. Yep. Oh. Uh, so like Kiba knocks away the skater and then he and Kuzuka just double team psycho just beat the crap out of her on this factory. Yep. They beat the shit out of her. Which fine. Yeah. You know. I'm a feminist, so I think that's good. Mm. 
equal rights, equal fights. That's what they say, right? Ooh, I've heard that one, but true. That's that's a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, they like beat her up and they power down together. And it's like after the opening, he's like, here's Kusaga cleaning his hands. And he's like, oh, I never thought you'd be one. But why would you attack other Orthodox? He was like, I don't want to attack people and I want to protect humans. <laughs> oh, I see. But and can you describe how Kuska looks during this? Just the look on his face. He's just like, he's just like, he's just pissed off. He's just like, damn like, it. He's just like, ah. he's like, ah, you look like Fies. And he's like, don't, don't compare me to that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm way better than Fies. Fies, I'm super cool. I'm so much cooler. I have a bigger gun, and I, I hold my sword backwards because like. Reverse grip is like way cooler than like regular. And you know, I like have so many more friends than him. <laughs> and I'm really cool and I have like so many girlfriends. I'm I'm just the best. Yeah, I'm so good. Like I have like 35 girlfriends. They all show up whenever I'm in trouble. And the reality is like a permamed fucking incel virgin. <laughs> oh, he's the incel vibes of the show. Oh yeah. Off the charts the times. Uh but yes. He is a pre-incel. He was also the head of the tennis team. So he is the princel of tennis. <laughs> if anybody needs a uh, username on Twitter, you got it. Princel of tennis. Oh, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty fucking funny. But that like does also sound like a political cartoon too, right? But no, um. And just the way he like takes on the information of when Kiba says, Oh, it finds a pawn of smart parade. He's like, Oh, and then he just starts laughing, belly laughing on this roof. And, and then, and then Kiba's like, what's what, like, what are you laughing at? And he's like, you wouldn't get it. It's just like, oh, this fucker. This is real Kusuka here. This is the this is where he likes to play. This is his realm. This is king shit for him. Uh, she's like, oh, I know. I'm gonna make these guys kill each other. Oh uh, no. Um, and then like he was just like, yeah, Fine's been targeting me and my friends for a while. I'm gonna have to settle things with him sooner or later. <laughs> He's like, cool. Let's team up to kill his ass. Man, Kusuka. His schemes would work better if he waited a little longer, but he does immediately just get Kiba to agree to fight for humanity together. Fair enough. Yeah, that works. And just, man, this guy. Then he shows back up at the at the fucking cleaning cleaning place, and Mari's there, and he's like, "Ugh, Mari, uh, you made a promise to me when I was a child that you'd be my bestest girlfriend forever and ever and ever. Don't forget that. Okay, bye." And then Mari's like, "I thought marriage was a cake. I didn't agree to this." Mm-hmm. Oh no, she's super fucking uncomfortable this whole time. She's like, mm. and then immediately after this, he says, he says something like, "Uh, no man is good enough for you except for me." Yes, and it's like, dude, what? Yeah, no. Uh, he is extremely, uh, he's extremely not normal. This this dude, if you haven't noticed. The next thing uh, we just cut to like Takuma's crying, crying. He's like, I got beat up by fires again. <laughs> Can't take it anymore. Can't believe it. I'm tired of this shit. He's like, I just want to have the belt for one, but like two episodes max. 
can't, I can't even have it for longer than two episodes. And then some guy took it away from me. And it wasn't even on the show. It wasn't even on the show. It was a, like, plot hole note on the x-ray on Prime Video. So sad. So, like, yeah, like, he doesn't He doesn't even mention that he, he gets the fucking belt jacked again. He's, like, more sad that, like, Fies kicked his ass again. Rather than losing the belt that they, they had. You know, and, like, <laughs> Psycho really is just... You should be horny for me, mm-hmm. but also think of me as your older sister. She's just like, I'm playing with the. Hey, guys, I would love it if we lived in a more equitable world with better gender roles, but I'm going to play into the roles I got. I'm going to role play these roles real good. And she shows up. Don't cry. It's Nietzsche's here. I'm going to take care of you. Just, but like, that's, that's the vibe she gives, you know? Mm-hmm. Like she's every man's fantasy at once. Um, and also a monster. Yeah, that's some people's fantasy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She covers a lot of bases, and she's a, a um, lobster, so she knows how to butter people up. It's true, but no, she, she says something like wild, like 2003 shit. Though she's like, "Oh, so women stand taller after getting knocked down, and you should too." Okay, true. And then like, he is just such a crybaby here, and like I have to them to be like, "Can we go to Chuck E. Cheese?" <laughs> <laughs> I think you told me one time, David, there's one in Odaiba. So yeah, like, can we go to Chuck E. Cheese in Odaiba? There is. Yeah. Some, I, don't, I don't know if it's a Chuck E. Cheese, but there's something similar in Odaiba, yeah. I want to get tickets. <laughs> Need a spider ring. <laughs> Prices are much better than a spider ring, but yeah. Oh, they are? Okay. Oh, yeah. You can get good stuff at a game center here. Oh, that's true. Yeah, man. Sometimes I just like, I'm like, oh, man, public transit, parks. Arcades. Maybe I should go to Japan. I have so many things I've won out of a UFO catcher. There's like one, two, three, four, five in this room alone. Ooh, that's fun. No, um, like, like what quality is stuff? Like better quality than like you had like back home? Oh yeah. Okay. Like I have a giant orange slime from Dragon Quest, and it's like great. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'd even think that like arcades would give you better stuff. Oh yeah. Because like growing up, it's always like, oh, um, you can get three Laffy Taffies and a Chinese finger trap. No, maybe. definitely not. Damn. Uh, okay. Um, and then um, the next scene, though, uh, is Mari continues to have the worst life as she has to deliver dry cleaning and realize, I, I want to see Kaido or Yuka. And then Kaido grabs her arm and is smiling as she like tries not to scream. And this is terrible for her. Yeah, she 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 gets jacked and like pulled into a basically like a meet cute with with Kaido and Yuka, <laughs> where like Yuka just verbally sucks Kaido off. She's just like, ah, he's the best. He's so genuine. He's down to earth. And Kaido's like, yeah, I, yeah, I am. And she's like, ah, and he's very kind of passionate. He's like, yeah, 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 I am. I know, I'm great. And like he's moving towards her as he is complimented, not towards Mari. He's getting his confidence up. Like, you you is just trying to be the ultimate hype man. And, like, the last thing that she says is, like, he's handsome up close and tall. <laughs> mm, you're really, what'd you say? You're really strong and funny and sensitive and honest and cute. And then he, like, gets onto Mario's chair at this point. And is like, posing and flailing. Like, he's, like, trying to, like, stretch to, like, grab her shoulders. But, like, he can't figure it out. So, just, like, <laughs> on the chair. 
I I love I love that like when when she like runs out the door, they have the 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 camera like right up in like a fisheye lens on fucking Kaido's face, like he's going insane in an anime where it, like really stretches <laughs> out your face really wide, and he's like, well, uh, that's not gonna work. And like this chunk does use a lot of like different camera stuff too, and like lighting stuff. So it's like okay, they're trying things here, but um, so when Mari leaves. Kaido's then like, well, looking at you because she's like, oh, well, what? She's like, what do you mean? Tell me more. It's <laughs> like, tell me more. I want to hear about how awesome I am. And he looks so relieved after like he hears like a bunch of things. And man, Yuka, I, I'm just glad that Yuka, I don't even know, just Yuka. Just man, I hope that she gets the chance to not be 17 sometimes. Yeah, do something. And then Mari's downstairs. So that was exhausting. And then once again, we see white shirt glowing Kiba mm. as romantic music plays. And like this show is such a fucking boner for Kiba. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it does. That's OK. Whatever. Yeah. No. Um. But then good guy Kiba apologizes to Mario. I didn't know I was forcing Kaido onto you. He's deep down a nice guy, but he doesn't know what trouble he causes others. And like Mari asked Kiba, is there someone you're interested in? And he says, well, sort of. And I was like, who? Because there's nobody who isn't Takumi who makes sense of the show right now. Right? Yeah, pretty much. His dead girlfriend? No, I think he's definitely over the dead girlfriend. I think he was over her when he was like, just killed her in cold blood. Yeah, you would think he's like, he's like, <laughs> consider this a divorce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just take the sunglasses off. Uh, and then, like, that's when Mari's like, oh, like, is it somebody that, like, used to date that you're not over? Oh, that's okay. But, yeah, it really is weird that he does say, oh, there's somebody that I'm into. And, like, it doesn't seem like it's about her. It seems like it's about Takumi, which I didn't know they could get past the censors back then. But, hey. Mm-hmm. And, like, once again, some Arthur fist as Kuska's watching it. He's furious. He's so mad. That man is pissed. (laughs) God damn it. And then like Mari's like smiling and leaving. It's like, oh, it's so great that your heart belongs to someone. I hope mine does too someday. And then like, like she runs away happy and immediately Kusika's behind him fondling his shoulders with a terrifying smile. This very awkward situation, I'd say. Right. Yeah. He's he just shows up. He's just like, kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Makes you feel a certain way, doesn't it? <laughs> this won't be fan fiction later. Just so you know, I took Grandpa pills about an hour ago, so that's why you're feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not my cross. But it does extend. <laughs> Let's just say that's my spear <laughs> if you got a long ginus. <laughs> but no, um Kuska is definitely the kind of guy who would like take grandpa pills like just to fuck with people mm-hmm. <laughs> actually um but yeah like he's like oh wouldn't it be terrible if you started to fall for a human woman and then he was like that's not what was happening was it and then Chris was like for your sake stay away from that girl you wouldn't want to see that horrid form of yours and then that's when like he was like my horrid form which is like weird that that's relating back like his like horrid form thing is like OG 1970s like Cobb and Rider like right. stuff like being horrified of their bodies and like it's like 
on Kiba here. Um, like, Kiba looks kind of fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie. Like, he's not in any way like this weird like body horror shit. He's just like, oh, I'm like a night horseman. He's majestic horse dude. Yeah, exactly. He's like a fucking centaur man. And like, girls love horses. Yeah, maybe too much. Yeah, yeah, no. And like, I'm sure that like, if you asked Mari, she'd probably say, "I'll save a horse and ride a sad boy." That's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. I mean, he can still turn back into Kiba, right? Like, like that's not an issue. Okay. Maybe the issue is that she wouldn't want him to. <laughs> ah, I see. She wants that orphan cock. <laughs> oh, that sounds different. I realize that that just sounds like an orphan. I mean, he is. <laughs> it's true. I mean, are we, you, we've just gone back to time Jew. Yeah, time Jew. No, I mean, another, another slip of the slip of the tongue. I think orphan cock is at least accurate. <laughs> I mean, they're all orphans. <laughs> Instead of Takumi, Takumi might have parents somewhere. And Kedro definitely has parents, but they're in Africa, so they don't count. His parents in Africa are, like, the same level as his Canadian girlfriend. Like, it's just, like, very funny. Right, yeah. Yeah, they exist in theory. In theory. <laughs> I would love, like, like one day they're like, oh, we're cleaning this closet, and, like, Kedro's not here. Just, like, two, like, wrapped bodies fall out. Skeletons. Like, oh, literal Kedro. skeletons. Uh, but, no, um, just most of the main characters like forms are pretty cool yeah they're not they're not like weird repulsive gross looking things and they have complete control yeah um yeah clearly very clearly and for next time actually i will look up who the suit actors are and maybe find us some five suit some five suit actors but that will take too much time right now but um so the worm guy shows up and he's like i'm gonna fight you and kai's just like no you no you're not he beats that but he shows up he throws a glave at Kiba right right as Kiska leaves <laughs> but no uh, sorry about um, it over you. and you know that in this fight that, that Kaiji is serious because he turns the gun sideways he like starts by tripping the guy he's just clowning him the whole time he trips him he knocks him to the common rider stairs he yep. like has Two guns akimbo sideways. Yeah, he's got two guns akimbo sideways and he just lights him up. <laughs> and then he like captures the skater and is like, Yeah, like, what do you think I'm gonna do with you? And then he's like, Anything you want. It's like, okay, like what you sure do me? And then he says, I can make you be lucky clover. And he's like, Oh, that's cool, and throws him down the stairs again. He's like, Yeah, like th- that doesn't mean anything to him. No, it does not. Um but like so then he's like the next scene is like smart lady being like the audacity of of Lacustica to want to join or like meet with us and then he meets with smart lady and the president and like yeah. the like lucky clover says i want to be in because like the prez wants to know what happened at Rousset, like Rousset academy for some reason and Lacustica's is like obscured by the waterfall wall and there's like oh like this is a high position i want it oh look like, i'm tired of fighting you and then it's like, okay, you can join if you can execute Kiba. <laughs> and he's like, sure, I was playing to that anyway. Sure, I'll go out there. Sure, he's like, I was doing that anyway. Yeah, that's a <laughs> bonus. Now I'm just imagining, like, on my way to fuck your girl, but it's like centaur, like Kiba, like, instead of, like, the other one. It's like, clonking. Oh, uh, but yeah. And then he, he goes full emo, and he's like, 
you can never understand what I've been through. I was in a knee-high lake, and my mom was maybe dead. And we brought lots of shoes, and they were everywhere in the lake. Yeah, well, I I noticed that. There's just shoes. Why were there shoes? Like, more than two shoes I thought I saw in that lake. But, you know, it's a bad time. Um, But then, like, he leaves after saying, never ask me what happened at the Rousset reunion. Which I assume is, like, nothing, but okay. I do think, though, that, like, in the flashbacky shot, they do show, like, zoom out from him as a child to, like, how big and, like, how big the whole mountain range is. That was pretty effective. Right. Also, it was super just random. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, but the next scene, though, or no, is this the next scene? Yes, it is the, the next, next scene, scene is an iconic moment in Covered Rider for many reasons. Where he, he goes full creep mode. Yeah, he shows his full power level here. Um... And so the one thing that I love is that it starts with like Mari getting a call and and like what she says is that Kusika called her to come over and then we see over is some stairs in the rain by a train. Yeah, in some like <laughs> shopping mall. Yeah. Some like outlet mall looking ass place. Like that's not over. <laughs> Before she goes like she tells Takumi he's like a little surprised and like why would you go? But she's like oh it's okay. And like... <laughs> He later on, like, while they're talking, gets a moment where he's like, I should go there. <laughs> kind of bad feeling, but it's like, I gotta stop ironing. Yep. Which, which is true. Um, but then, like, when she, like, shows up, Kusu's looking at her childhood picture and <laughs> just being a creep, he says, be honest with me, Mari. Tell me how you really feel. And when she doesn't answer, he's like, you won't say it because we'll hurt you. Is that your answer? And she's like, sorry. And he's like, oh, well, Kiba's not the right person. It won't work out. And she's like, that's none of your business. He says, well, I'm trying to protect you. And she's like, I don't need your protection. And he grabs her and says, why do you understand? You'd need me just like I need you. And she's like, stop it. You're hurting me. And then we get to the Takumi section if you want to grab that one. Yeah. So <laughs> Takumi shows up and he's just like, uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, he just stands there. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Enough. <laughs> it isn't the time or place for this. He's like, <laughs> which is such a good thing to say because there's never the time and place for this no. but it does make you feel like an asshole and he's like how could you understand you couldn't understand he's like learn to read the room yeah <laughs> Chad Takumi incel you gotta you gotta you gotta yomeru that kooky my man uh, but then he's like I'll absolutely make Mari mine She's gonna feel the hole that my mother left when she died in that boating accident in rural Japan. Maybe. When she got hit so hard by a kayak that she turned into shoes. <laughs> my mother died. <laughs> you ever had someone you love turn into shoes? It's traumatizing. Yeah, my mom was so hard turned into shoes, and I'll tell you what, I've been not having the same since. But it's okay. At least I know my mom has a soul. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Unlike those fucking orthodox. At least it wasn't Crocs. And I'm still wearing my mom to this very day. <laughs> oh man, that would be a great <laughs> twist if he wore the shoes of his dead mom. <laughs> Out of context, that's such a funny sentence. <laughs> that would be a great twist if he wore the shoes of his dead mom. <laughs> Oh, uh, 
so like <laughs> important note here is that uh, for years there's only one translation of that line mm-hmm. of can fill the void left by my mother so the fandom had instead until like like more recent ones yeah is the only woman who could become my mother which uh, okay yeah <laughs> colors it a bit but also i definitely like it like th- that's the kind of my reading in my mind honestly honestly y- yeah i can see where that's coming from he's yeah <laughs> man um what a toxic ass motherfucker yeah it was so funny when you like called him toxic like in our earlier like chat because i was like true but i just like don't think of him in that way because it was like so early but like he is toxic he's almost like beyond that yeah he's he's like like, literally like a weirdo fucking stalker man like he's just fucking yeah we yeah no um then hit i'm glad he revealed himself here a little bit and then we immediately undercut it with goofy kaido hijinks (laughs) he like leaves his picture of nine-year-old mari for takumi and then it's like kaido time yeah and like i love that like kiba's trying to stop kind of like oh like respect your feelings and it's not true if you like force her and like kaido's sad and shuts up drives away and then uh, kusika shows up with the line of the century He's like, looks like you're dealing with your own issues as well. You're not going to have those issues when you're dead. And then he says, right, right. Like, fellas, am I right? And he was like, what are you talking about? As the most fucked up blunt rotation surrounds him of like Lucky Clover and the skater. He's like, uh oh. And then like, I would love it if like then like one of them said, Oh, and now we're going to unalive you, Kiba. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, just what Kuska does say, it's really a shame. I thought the two of us could have become good friends. And I was like, no, you fucking didn't. Yeah. You're just saying super villain shit. Like, it's very obvious that no, that's not the case. I, where is this fight happen? I swear to God, I've been to this fucking place. <laughs> Literally, my note is, um, Kiba says you are really just like Fize and then transforms to get his ass beat in some amphitheater David knows. <laughs> how, did you, how did you know? How did you know that I was going to? Because I'm like, I swear I've seen this fucking place. I recognize it too. It was in like, it's in like a couple other shows around this time. I, yeah, I swear it's in like, um, it's in a Sentai series too. Oh, cause they like always have that one that has like the weird pillars that have like a texture to it, but right. Are they this one? I don't know with the vines. No, Let's see if I can find it. I wrote down some weird empathy that David knows about, so it's very funny you didn't know this one. Oh, I'm sure I can find it. Like that's not an issue. Yeah. I, uh. Uh. Is it this man? I'll, I'll I'll keep looking, but I think it might actually be this place here. Um, but yeah, so he just basically gets fucking lynch mobbed. Yeah, and then like the whole time is that um, I knew it. I knew it was this place. Oh, okay. Where is it? It is in Yokohama. That's why I know where it is. Uh, it's in the Yok. It's in the Yokohama Business Park. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Oh yeah, this is <laughs> this is it. Yep. There you go. It must be weird because like. All these parks do just make me think of like I think there's like a later common writer show where like a character like 
walks on water here. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's in a well the the screenshot that I saw was the it was a Sentai series. But yeah. This really does look like um like some like Italian music is going to play mm-hmm. here and then like somebody's going to become a god. Oh, there's a lot of stuff here actually. All right, so Decca Rangers, Comrade Agito, Comrade. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it in It looks like it was in um Oh, holy shit. So, um, Tokusatsu Network actually made a Google Map version. A Google Maps of, yeah, that's where I've been uh, checking my information on. Okay, that's cool. And the whole index, this is actually great. Um, yep, it's, it's, it's awesome. I want to go to the Clover Bar. It doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. (sighs) It's gone. And so, and so is the, the cleaners. The cleaners is gone too. There's nothing there but a, an empty lot now. Tokyo Opera City. I want to go there, but no. Um, <laughs> I love how um they can't wait to like kill Kiba first because like the skater like immediately attacks like Kaiza and they just focus on him for a minute and yep. beat his ass instead. And they're like Lucky Clover's for Orphanox only. And then they like um just like keep knocking him around un- until Takabe shows up, but it's cliffhanger time. Well, I mean Kaiza just like basically insta gimps the the fucking worm Orphanox. He's like oh. He's like trying to jump me. Oh, yes. And then he just immediately kills him. That is true. He just takes him out. Like (laughs) I mentioned at the start of the show, like this is sometimes like we need three minutes of like fight scenes per episode. Mm -hmm. And I think the way that (laughs) sometimes the show just will have a fight scene where it's like you shot somebody three times and then did a finisher on them. And like, it's cool. Yeah. And then they're dead. But it is very anticlimactic at times to be like, oh, and also sometimes we just punch somebody three times and they're dead. But no, um, episode 24, the door to darkness. Uh, we start uh, this fight here and um, so Takumi shows up. Immediately, Kiba's like, fuck it, Vise. I'm gonna kick your ass. And he just gets like jobbed out real quick and like thrown into water again. Yep. Like he wasn't a river. And like I get like the like metaphor of it all like oh like just like our fates are flowing past each other and they're not solid ground like so we too fall into other stream but it's like it's just very funny how the show's done it so much mm-hmm. and then the president shows up and levitates in the air Orphanoc Jesus shows up and he's like no stop fighting even though he specifically said like go and murder them he says that later here at first he actually didn't want to kill them because he wants to find out about the Rusei school thing. Right. As if they know anything, but yeah. But like, he has this big freeze ball and it does nothing. It just kind of like sh- shooks him a little bit, but it but like breaks the fight up. So Kiba wakes up in the water and is like, Kusika, is he a friend or an enemy? <laughs> He's an enemy, dude. He did just try to kill you. Yeah, he, he definitely does not fucking like you. And the president's like apologizing. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't order the attack. But you can have your role in Lucky Clover. And then he's like, too slimy. I'm a destroy smart brain. You're my personal nemesis. And the, this whole time talking to me, he's like, well, that's weird. And he says, how do you know the Prez? Not how did the Prez float and throw fireballs? Yeah. Just that. I mean, they don't know that the president's an orphanoc, do they? No. Yeah. So that's really weird why he's just like oh the president showed up with fucking you know magical powers and like that's normal no true and like 
the way Thakur was like, well, that's weird. Anyway, what happened in your past? That, like, that's what Kuzco said. My past is with Mari. Um, and then the president's like scolding like the two like Lucky Clovers to be like, we need to have all three belts and find out what happened because why are humans able to use the belts? The Fies and Kaiju belts were originally created for the Orphanot King. Okay. Once we have that third belt, we can summon him again, he says, or something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, um, Kitazaki has sired a new Orphanok, and he needs to be taken care of. And smartly, he does it. <laughs> and she's bad at it, because he's like, no, I'm actually gonna go kill myself instead. Yep. Um, but then, like, one of the most upsetting scenes in the show does happen, though, where, um... Kaido's on this bed laughing as Yuka compliments him, and then he gets depressed, say, why won't Mari like me then? And Yuka's like, no, I'm sure deep down she loves you and might even want to get married. And then, like, Yuka gets all weird as, like, all girls want to be a bride. And he's like, I didn't even realize. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. She just won't date me because she actually wants to be married to me. <laughs> uh, real cloud shoes hours mm-hmm. here. It's this whole situation. <laughs> now we see like Kander again, like in like his like classic thing is they're like all having like a like four person like cleaners and like Kusika like dinner. And he's like, What's the matter? <laughs> I haven't been here much. <laughs> what he does get in this whole arc is very good stuff overall. He's like, Oh, you're not eating? Are you okay? Kusika tries to apologize to her, be like, I'm sorry for scaring you. Which is like, okay. Yeah. And then we cut to the classroom again. <laughs> A, qu- a quick aside as the workers beg for their lives as an as an orphan is like i'm gonna get you i got a belt i got a belt and he's like no not the belt, <laughs> not the belt. no daddy no 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 dad no not the belt are you winning son <laughs> one time my dad hit me with the belt so hard i turned into shoes <laughs> it happens <laughs> it happens the best of us um, and then Kaido shows up with the most Akira ass energy I've ever seen him show up with. Oh yes! Oh my god! He was in his changer on. This was a changer on episode for for, for oh. Kaido. Oh yeah, I love every fucking second of this. He shows up in a white tuxedo with a fucking giant thing of like roses. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I was blind to your true feelings up until now. He's like, I, I didn't realize you just wanted to let's get married. And she's like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, I understand. Don't say a thing. Here's the ring. Give me your finger. <laughs> and She's like, you're so fucking done. She's like, I'm done with this. She starts whacking him with the fucking flowers. She's like, she's like, no means no, you stupid asshole. <laughs> it's incredible. It's like also Yuka's watching this whole time smiling and like <laughs> the way he runs away crying is incredible yeah uh, uh. <laughs> and then like he's crying and like he like has this like red gem ring and then he like goes to throw it. he's like oh no I actually threw it <laughs> he's like whoops no he's like that probably costs money oh no keep his credit cards he's gonna know about this and then like he sees his kid about to jump into the water He's like, oh no, and like dives in and like finds um the kid flashes his rabbit form. He's like, oh, you're an orphan dog too. And then uh we see his shoes because I guess he got beat real bad. Uh but um then Kaido's like an older brother and I'm like, oh, it's cool, like don't kill yourself. Um and then 
learn to embrace your powers. Like you're not a monster. You, like you're, you're a cool, cool guy. guy and also never fall in love. <laughs> and then the kid's like, wow, you're so optimistic. I'll never fall in love. <laughs> like, would you be my mentor? He's like, yeah, of course. I'm so cool. Of course. Yes. And, and like, this is like, uh, sometimes you need to live your life as hard as Kaido mm-hmm. does. Cause when life closes one door, you do get to mentor some dumb kid. Um, and like just the writing chops that takes but like, you know what? Maybe he gets rejected for the grandest time we could think of. And then he, he immediately like goes to another plot line. <laughs> He's throwing the ring away and he throws it into somebody committing suicide. Yep. And then um, the kid tells Kaido about Lucky Clover. He's like, Lucky Clover. Hmm. So then, then you, you get kind of like a little bit of an aside there with um, Kasuga and Takumi. He's like, oh, you seem really interested with my past. He's like, what do you want to know this for? He's like, are you trying to save me? And we come back to Kaido and the kid. And they're like, he's like, oh, okay. So how'd your meeting with the president go? And he's like, oh, he's like, anyone that brings the, the fights and Kaiser belts can join Lucky Clover. And Kaido's just like, and Kaido's just like, ah, okay. <laughs> great here's my sunglasses he's like ah oh, i just need to get those two belts he's like <laughs> the kid's like i don't know what the fuck is going on like i he's like i just turned into an orphan hawk like 10 hours ago yeah what's fies what's kaiser's oh don't worry about it kid don't worry about it and yeah um he s- says something like stick with me and we'll become overlords of this world and he's like that sounds amazing <laughs> uh then the prez is like tells the lucky clover members you guys focus too much on being strong maybe this will bear some fruit it's like let them cook basically <laughs> basically he's just like they're idiots <laughs> but let them cook maybe something good will happen so <laughs> they decide their goofy ass plan is they're gonna turn into their orphan forms by snapping for some reason now um I was wondering when this would come in and, and I love the whole like, oh, and now we snap because it's a transformation. Yep. And and they jump in the street and well, Kate are on Mario driving and just basically GTA carjack their ass and are like, oh, we're scary. And then fucking Kaido does the does the goddamn Michael Jackson dance thriller. But before they like carjack them, he sees it's them and he tells his like kid, hey, kid. Let's be nice here because he's like, oh, shit, that's like my friend right. and that girl that just rejected me. Let's not kill them. Like He has to like tell them to like, let's just like act a little tough. Incredible. And then Fize and Kaiju show up and they start fighting them. And it looks really goofy because like they're fighting and just like they're both ignoring getting beat up and they're trying to take the belts off them like as they're transformed. Yes. Incredible like hmm this is not working and then yes changer on time i was gonna say and then the most changer on ass shit happens and it is funny as fuck <laughs> i was laughing my ass off i knew this happened but i wasn't ready for it oh my god it's like this is like if you rip this out of changer on and switched like akira and uh fucking what's his face hayami into these two characters it would be the exact same show. So they run away somehow. I don't know how they get away so fast. Like as the finishers are getting ready, they're like, oh, no, that's the finishers. We got to go. We know about this. They, they forget they have super speed. 
that apparently Orphanox can just use super speed that they haven't been using forever. So they run away. So fucking Takumi and Kasuka get on their, their bikes and they're driving down the, the street and they just get to a police roadblock and it's fucking Kaido and the kid dressed as police and they're like, oh, hey, uh, the, the road's blocked up. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, uh, you know, I'm going to have to check your bags. <laughs> and they're like, why? What? I don't understand. And they're like, okay, I guess you can check. And they're like, oh, he's like, oh, what do we have here? It's like, this looks like some contraband. I'm going to have to take it. And they, they're, they're both like, wait, what? <laughs> when Takabi asks, did we do something? And the guy says, yeah, but I can't get into it <laughs> in the details of what you did. And he's like, don't worry. We'll run this by HQ and we'll return it once it's all clear. And they have a police car and motorcycle. <laughs> somehow they have a police car and a motorcycle they get in and then they just fucking peel out and then they realize ah we've been bamboozled this is also where like I realized the case for the Kaiser belt is fucking huge yes it's giant I've seen it in real life it is big and they're just like oh we got it and I just love how this Looney Tunes ass this like Acme ass plan works so much better and it's not like their plan backfires at any point. It's like, oh, it works. Then other people get involved and fuck it up. <sighs> I, I think every show needs to aspire to have a scene as good as the fake police checkpoint to steal the rider belt. Right. So then they they catch up with them and they're like, hey, those those fake policemen stole our shit. Who clearly do they like? They do not look like policemen at all. They like look vaguely like policemen. So Takumi and and <laughs> Takumi and Kasuga just decide, oh, we're just gonna fist fight these people now because they they got our shit. And of course, they're orphanox; so they're strong as shit. Because Lucky Clover showed up with the prez and took the belts. Right. In between this, and they just beat the shit out of them. You're right. <laughs> because why wouldn't they? Because and they like turn into their like respective forms. So like Takumi's getting like beat up by Fies and like Kasuga by the like Kaiza, and it's great. And, like, it ends with them getting knocked out. Or, like, who's gets knocked right. out. Their fist fight, where they're all human, has the shakiest shaky cam I've ever seen. It's, like, going up and down. It is unwatchable. It's just, like, okay. And that leads to 25. The Dark Laboratory. So, they just put Kuzka in a car, and then the cleaners show up and get Takumi. They just, like, they just drift into frame. Like, just hop in the thing, and then they peel out in this fucking minivan. (laughs) And you know what? (laughs) That's good writing, where you're like, I don't care why, it just happens because it's fun. (laughs) This is cool writing. And they're like, they're like, where's Casca? And they're like, oh, uh, we left him on the ground, and those guys took him. It's like, no, he was on the ground, you could have probably picked him up and thrown him in the thing, but... We ran over him. (laughs) Crushed his head like a melon. And like we see um we see Kuska in the backseat of like the president's car just like leading on him. Yep. Just like asleep. And then like that's like a scene where like Mari's like, why would they kidnap Kuska? And then like that's when like Takumi's like, Yeah, I'm not sure, but they used to be good. And then Katero is the hero here. He's like, Oh wait, I have the janitor's uniforms for their building. Let's just sneak in. <laughs> Off camera in the next set of episodes that we cover is going to be Mr. Gino getting shot in the head of a silencer. (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah, so like their goal is let's hit man in here, and then like we see what Kuzco's doing is he wakes up and it's like time for dinner, and like the president's like, Do you prefer to answer my questions first or enjoy your meal? Only the final belt is left before we can like summon the king. What does he call it? The, the Delta belt? The Delta belt. Yeah. They referenced it very early because it like in the last chunk of episodes, they referenced it. I was like, I don't think we get that for a minute. Um, but yeah, the Delta belt. Um, and then like that's when Kusika's like grabs a fork and puts it at like Psycho's neck. She's like kind of horny about it. And then like they're all like, ha 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 ha. You can't kill her. I, I mean, like that's that's like her her permanent mode is just kind of horny. She's <laughs> she's always a bartender, never a bride, mm. you know. And then the president just fucking blasts his ass. He's like, ha, 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 and like we see a like preview of his monster form for the first time too for a second. It's true, we do kind of. And then it's time for the sneaking into the building, and Takumi and Katero are. But then Takumi stops to yell at Katero, who stops to vacuum with his dirty. Katero's kind of yeah. perfect. Yeah. He's like, what? It's dirty. He's like, he's like, we're not here to clean. He's like, but I can't see everything. This is all dirty. And then that's when we see that Kaido and the kid are like talking to the president. Who's like, you've impressed me. You can join Lucky Clover. And only one problem. There's only one spot. You need to decide. But I suggest whoever defeats Kiba will be ushered in. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> that sucks, but you know, there you go. And then, like a quick aside to Takumi seeing Smart Lady's Panopticon and sees that, like, oh, Kusuka's on a floor. I know where there's floor. And like, Kaido and the kid like have this like conversation about like being rivals, and that, and like the kid's like, oh, well, you taught me. And then the Kaido says, yeah, like do your best. But the kid started to look like maybe he doesn't respect Kaido's teachings. <laughs> I love how he just goes, you'll do great, buddy. <laughs> and we go back to Takuma, who comes in to, like, make fun of Kuzika. And then Takumi, like, sh- has his, like, broom hold the door open and just punches the shit out of this dude. Oh, you, you fucking wax him with the fucking mop. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, all right, now we got to make our escape. <laughs> He's like, I didn't really plan this out too, too far ahead. He's like, I, I got here somehow. Yeah, no. Um, and they come t- to this dead end mural with a clear line through it, um, and it opens to a room full of lights. It's actually, an elevator. <laughs> He's like, it just like opens up to this like white like luminal space, and they're like, they're like, what the hell is that? And he's like, I don't care. It's better than where we are. Let's get in. <laughs> and then Takuma's like, I never knew there was a door here, President. And then he and Psycho go down, but now they can kill them because they found a secret. And, like, they get to another dead end with another mural, and, like, it opens into, like, a shocker room. This is very, like, once again, like, 70s writer right. stuff. They're like, oh, water's dripping. And then, like, because he was like, this is the Rusei school. And then um, that's when Kaido's, like, leaving and, like, being a human blows. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Life is a human blows. I'm going to leave. I'm going to join the evil Orphanox and take over the world. In the school, Takumi's, like, asking Kuska about it. And then he's like, oh, yeah, this is where Mari and I were raised. And then they, like, see one of the tunnel workers chained up with an experimental belt on him. Uh, and it doesn't last an experiment too, too long. Yeah, because he stands up and he, like, fizzes instead of, like, dust. 
and like you see his like skeleton and the belt mouth and he's foam which is another throwback to like the old like rider like 70s stuff because they've been dust till now yep oh but then like kuska's dad is there turns his light off and be like hey son and then runs away and then that's when kaido is like trying to leave some more and like you was like yeah and they're like what they're like what happened kaido so what's the matter son and can you? I love the way that this fight scene that breaks out happens. It's incredible. So, so Kaido's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm I'm leaving, and then immediately they're like, Kaido, like, don't run away, and then immediately he Kiba just gets shot at, and the dude jumps him in an alleyway, and Kiba just beats the shit out of this guy. He just like beats his little ball tailed ass. Oh, Kiba just ends his ass. You see his like tail and you see he would just like get jumped and just beat up it's like damn kid you aren't ready um and that's what kaido tells him when like like he finds like this kid like you can't beat him alone like don't do dirty tricks he's like you should just give up he's like come on and then the kid is like you just said you want to be an evil overlord (laughs) what do you mean don't be too dirty Uh, i do love that this kid has a a shirt on that says whoop ass wrestling oh shit i was just posting that actually yeah W-A-W, Whoop-Ass Wrestling. It's available if you want to go on Depop.com. Sick. But on the back, it says, like, a, like, skeleton with a can of Whoop-Ass. It's time to Whoop-Ass. I would wear the fuck out of this to something. That is Toku to me, when somebody's wearing a random shirt, you don't know why. It's, yeah, it's, it is very Toku, I will say that. So, um... After after that, it cuts back to Kuska and uh, Takumi in the underground fucking saw basement. And the camera's different. And it's very purple. And they find the other worker. They're like, what's wrong? What happened to you? And he's like, oh, get the belt off me. And they're like, oh, shit. They're like, take off the belt. And they try to take off the belt. It won't come off. And at that time, the the two, uh, two orphanocs show up that have been kind of hounding them the entire time. And they're like, ah, they turn into Kaija and Fies. And then the dude on the ground just melts. And yeah, turns he turns into lightning. Yeah, he turns into lightning. And for some reason, that only hits Fies and Kaija. Uh, the metal, I think. I guess. Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. And they look at him like, oh, no. Like, they just didn't see a previous dude turn into goo. Then they run away. And, like, I love how the, like, weird light filter makes the, like, eyes have, like, a soft focus for the, uh, the like, riders, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, when the dude melts, there's, like, this really obvious, like, stock, like, smoke plume, like, coming off of him, too, from, like, After mm-hmm. Effects. And as an aside, Yuka gets grabbed and knocked out by being punched in the gut anime yep. style. For some reason. I don't know why that is a trope, because no one ever got punched in the gut and passed out. I mean, I guess you don't want to hurt somebody's face. Sure. I guess. I don't know. But it's a trope. And now it's time for the science room, though, David. Yeah, the the rider belt development facility with Orphanoc Dad, who's like, oh, there are failed experiments in my ghostly voice that comes out of nowhere. And like they're in this like science classroom that like the lights flicker on as he's explaining from like his ethereal voice or whatever. <laughs> and Kuska's like, what have you made us do? Why did you make the academy? What are you trying to accomplish? Why is my mom's shoes? Tell me. I need to know. You understand what you've done to me? Try living a mile in my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk a, while, a mile in my mom. 
Oh man. Uh the last man who got turned in the shoes and got hit so hard was Michael Jordan. I've made none of that money. My mom's just dead. If the mom fits, wear it. <laughs> mom, just do it. Uh, so yeah yeah that's where everything about the shoes is really said in this show guys it's real um then like we cut to keep his plot line he's like walking by some like crates or some shit and this kid's like i've been waiting for you and he was like why'd you call me and he's like i have your friend he just i don't know if he knows that yuka's captured but he's like i got your friend and they start fighting and the kid says i want your life gets his ass beat and then is like i'll kill your friend if you kill me Mm, I don't think that's how it works. Oh no, it is. Um, and then like, like the like underground plot line, Kuska's still yelling. Why do you send those belts? That says fights. Only when you're victorious, we get the answer. And like, this is a man. He's like, Tatakai, Tatakai, fight, fight, fight. I'm a mysterious voice. And then like the clovers come in to fight, and we see the like ram elk whatever form that the father mm-hmm. has. It's it's weird. It looks different. Like it moves. It's like in space differently. It's super fast. And for some reason, there's like a weird strobe light and it only runs at like 15 frames a second. Yeah. But he beats both of them like pretty handedly. That's when like, um, when like Fies like takes or a Takumi. Takumi takes Fies back and just punches, punches Psycho out. And then like the two riders just fight. And like, I love this weird fight. Like when they're not in normal space, it's like, let's have a fight in a science classroom. It's very weird. Yeah, like his dad is like weird and like phasing and like has like after images and stuff. And like he leaves before they really like talk to him. But um, there's this great moment though. Uh, before Takumi gets back to being Fize, he like sees Takuma, puts one of the like prototype belts on him, and like shocks his nuts mm-hmm. off and then beats him up. And then um, before they like leave, his dad has one more thing, one more gift for him. That falls out of the ceiling tiles. Yeah, he's like, "I, you need to fight or whatever." And then it like like the like tiles open and this pointer falls out, and it's like a binoculars that turns into like a kick. Is that what it is? Is it binoculars? I think I'll check Kaiser pointer. Um, is a set of binoculars by Smart. <laughs> Sorry, this is a very funny setting. Um, is a set of binoculars developed by Smart Plane as a means. To protect the Orphanoc King. Okay. <laughs> Very funny. It's gear, you know. Right. He got a new toy for the catalog. And like while well, that's all happening is when the fight scene with like, Kiba's happening and like Kaido shows up like carrying Yuka. And man, Kaido has some good lines here. Mm-hmm. Cause like he tells the kid, like, you can't throw away your humanity. And the kid's like, Well, I have. You told me to. And Kaido says, Yeah, what happens after you do? And me not being able to, like, even if I want to. Is part of my charm. And she got like, well, fuck you, kid. I'm actually still human. Sorry. Um, and like, it's like, oh, like, that's a like good speech. Even I can be serious sometimes. And he like snaps up and fights. The kid runs away and like is at the stadium. It was like, damn it. I'm going to get them all. Punches this like railing, grabs his hand because it hurts with the punch. And then he sees Kai's is like, ah, oh, easy mark. And then Kai's is like, got the buff from a new power up and his dad telling him to fight. So I'm gonna fucking obliterate this twig. <laughs> Just like ready to go here. This kid should have run. He was not ready for Kaiza at this point. Nope, definitely not. And he just gets 
his ass kicked at the stadium where they like to film Common Rider mm-hmm. stuff sometimes for movies and whatever. But now Kaiser has a kick. Um, and his kick is cool too. It's like a he like holds it on them up close and then does a drop kick into them. But yeah, this kid dies really hard. Yeah, he 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 gets to be the new test subject for Kaiser's fucking drop kick. <laughs> yeah, um, there's never been somebody more dead in the show, I think, than this kid. Yep. Like gets his ass kicked like four times back to back, and yeah, um, that's like roughly what happens in these episodes, though. That's towards the end of Twenty Five Dark Laboratory. And um, how are you feeling about the set, uh, David? It's pretty good. I was waiting for that rainy scene um, in Twenty Three for a while because I was like, oh, that's gonna happen, huh? Mm-hmm. That's a big moment. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here because it's starting to, you know, like this is 25, right? So we're kind of at like, this is like the middle point of the series because there's like 52 episodes. Uh, There's 50. Yeah. So this is like exactly half 50. Okay. Yeah, exactly half. So we're starting to unravel a little bit more of like what's going on. Like, we've been down, the main characters have been down to the weird school underground and stuff. So, like, you know, stuff is getting uh, getting resolved, but bringing more questions in, in some ways as well. What do you think is going on in the show, I guess? Oh, God. I, so, I mean, from what the president has said, the belts were made to give to the Orphanot King for some reason, who the Orphanot King or what the Orphanot King is. Who knows? We don't know. We don't even know what Orphanots really are. They're just like monster people. But okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the president was clearly doing some hokey shit down in that basement with orphans. And I'm going to wager that the reason that like they can use the well, I guess someone else tried to use the belt and it didn't work. It was Katoro, right? Tried to use the belt and it didn't work. Yeah. Mario and Katoro, we've seen failed use of belt. There's there's something special about Takumi and um, Kaija and other people. Maybe they're like weird Orphanok, like hybrid people. Like, I don't know, because it seems like the Orphan, like they're intended to be used for Orphanox. But. There's definitely something weirder that I do not remember about like how often the Orphanoc King is being brought up and how often the weird powers are happening. Mm-hmm. Like I did not think I thought it was much more of like I remember it much more of a linear like people get a form and they can like maybe make a weapon, but the variety of what they can do and what they can do it is definitely a lot different than I remember. Like the like flighting and like the like making balls of energy stuff. Yeah, there's a guy who shot acid in this group of uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, um, this show is so much. This is a very unabashed show. Like, I'm glad it was popular because like Change Your Odd wasn't mm-hmm. popular. But this show is just like, oh, man, let's just do what we want to do. Let's make people be in weird relationship triangles and not know things and get into fights. And like, yeah have weird dates like i don't know like why all of the 2000s toku was angsty drama i mean it's my favorite like time so it was just popular and like people liked it but it is like a weird (laughs) it's just like a weird thing to think of like how did it happen i guess (laughs) was it a a couple shows were popular or just it was the the vibe of the time i don't know right yeah i i don't know 
Because Den-O is really the first show that breaks the mold on this. And even then, it's pretty angsty at times. Occasionally. I think more with, um, what's his face? The green one. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Yeah, Zeronos. Yeah. Zeronos, yeah. With Zeronos's, uh character arc, it's a little bit more angsty. Yeah, it's definitely like there's some amount of like, oh, we um are going to what happened that one day on your anniversary and like time stuff. But yeah, right. um, cause also like even Ultraman was like really angsty around this time, too. I remember so it's the early 2000s, man. That is the show, though. Um, And as we always say, David, who are top three favorite characters? This time? Oh, this is tough um god yeah this is tough uh let's say okay i'm gonna say for me it is starting from three um hmm, kiba then takumi then kaido i think it's been like kaido like three times in a row but i i just love kaido like he's just my favorite he's pretty hard not to love he gets some of the best material yes that's for sure I would say um, Takumi doesn't actually get a ton in this chunk. Like he's like responding to plot a lot, but he's not really like having big moments. And like he did just have a big moment uh, last time, like uh, one or two. So uh, number three for him. I do number two for Mari. I think that she's handled. She had to handle being at the center of a lot of like tricky plot stuff. Um, and she like looked very. She very realistically dealt with all her. Everything that happened, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, you do look like you're going through this." Number one, though, is hard. Um, I might say Kusika, uh, because you know, favorite, maybe best performance is what I mean here. Because I wouldn't say he's my favorite, but also he's just <laughs> he's doing him. He's like starting to get back to his old ways. Um, yeah, it's definitely like he is himself. He is a wild dude of uh, the like fight scenes the effects and the monster and hero suits and stuff what was your favorite this time oh uh fucking why can't i remember it it was it was like very obvious i'm like oh this is like the the thing um shit now i can't remember what episode it was in i had one i had one but i can't oh oh what was it uh that's the thing like it's now gone from my fucking brain and i'm like i i knew i was like oh this is gonna be my my moment of the the thing but now i can't remember what the hell it was was it with the new form for fives like axe form it's probably mine yeah i no it wasn't it was something else yeah i don't remember oh god it's gonna annoy me that's all right mm. it's been it's been a long one this time yeah was it uh, when that boy's mom was turned to shoes is that a good practical effect ah yes oh man the practical is practical effect the most practical effect shoes are pretty practical like you need them all the time yeah i mean you gotta have them you know they say shoes are like a mother's touch i like my shoes like i like my mom (laughs) i was gonna say on your feet (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but no (laughs) and the last question of course um what's your favorite outfit that you saw this time Oh, come on. This this one is easy. This one I do remember. It's fucking white suit Kaido. That goofy ass smile. I liked the like can of whoop ass like wrestling uh kid. <laughs> this yeah, this is this is not bad. This is a good one too. Yeah, it's always funny when you see stuff like that. Oh yeah, there's like 
whole pages and like forums just like for that kind of stuff. But no. But David, though, as we come to the end, where people find you when you're uh, not talking about Tokusatsu? Uh, you can find me on the Tokyo Fresh podcast, wherever good podcasts are sold. Uh, we are going to have a lot of guests on the show coming up. So if you're interested in uh, some of the guest episodes, maybe come check it out. Ooh. Guests like Dean Martin. Oh, I, I wish. Yeah, no. And um, <laughs> Richard Gere. No, okay, not like that, but still, cool mm. guess. Not sure why. Why'd you go to Dean Martin? I said Dean Martin. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, for some reason, with Steph here and moving along, we still somehow like recorded a long episode. So Dean Martin's all all uh, my brain has, I guess. Fair Just, enough. You know, popular Tokyo resident Dean Martin. Yeah, Dean Martin. Yeah, he's he's always hanging around my neighborhood. I see him all the time. Oh man, like I love when. I love when, like, I go to Shibuya and, like, Dean Martin's there. Just hanging out. Just waiting at Hachiko for friends, you know. Uh, yeah. For all your Dean Martin facts, though, uh, please follow me um, on Twitter.com at James4, John co-host at James D, the podcast, um, at Common Ride with me on Twitter, at Common Ride on co-host. Um, there is CommonRide.com for episodes and articles, uh, slash merch, links up to merch, of course, he's going to the Trevor Project, slash episodes for out different platforms uh please send in uh questions to podcast at comrade.com if you got them when we uh have a good amount we will uh have them there uh and uh, uh there is um also please a uh, rate review on apple Podcasts. um and the final final thing david hmm. what did we learn today ah uh, man there's so many lessons we learned in this in this episode um but uh, I think the most important is that uh, you can replace your shoes, but you can never replace your mom. That's true, isn't it, huh? Mm-hmm. How are we going to say if the mom fits, wear it? <laughs> I mean, hey, both can be true at one time. <laughs>